This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast. And of course, our 94 WIP YouTube page, myself and Tucker Bagley, putting up video podcasts a few times, including this one right now. So appreciate you guys watching. Check out the feed and subscribe for all the great podcasts from WIP and on-air stuff from the station. All right, today, as the buy is over, we're kind of that over-the-hump day of the week, and we're looking forward now to Monday night, and we'll get to a lot on the Eagles-Chiefs game tomorrow and, and on Monday before the game. But I was thinking about just the NFL as a whole. And, you know, yesterday on Birds of the Buy, on the Midday Show, we were discussing, are the Eagles truly a great team? And I don't think they are. I think they're a very good team. I'm not sure if there is a truly great team in the NFL this year, but obviously the Eagles are a true contender to win the Super Bowl. They have the best record in the league. If they hold serve to a a decent extent down the stretch, they will likely be the number one seed and win the division, putting them in in great position to get back to the Super Bowl again and win it. But how many teams actually could do this, can actually win the Super Bowl? Before the season, we did an exercise like this on the show, and I forget how many I had, like 11 or whatever it was, and I've pared that number down. Obviously, things change across the league you know, this far into the season. Quarterback injuries have been a major factor. I mean, the Jets were a team before the season that you can make a case for. I did. And then the quarterback situation went from whatever was going to be, even if you thought Aaron Rodgers would be just a little above average at this point of his career, to awful with Zach Wilson. The Jets are not a Super Bowl contender. And then yesterday, we find out that Deshaun Watson, who's not a very good quarterback at this point, but he's certainly a, you know, starting level quarterback. I don't know, the 20th best quarterback in pro football. He's out. And he will not come back this season. It's, it's a shoulder surgery. So the Browns, who have an enormous defense and uh, look like a team that could beat anyone with that defense on a certain day, they're in big trouble to even make the playoffs now because they have to go to their backup quarterback situation, which just isn't good enough to go win in the AFC playoffs. So you take them out of the mix. So how many teams can actually win the Super Bowl? So I have seven. I'll call it the Super Seven. We'll get Tucker's thoughts and and really uh, who he has in his Super Bowl bubble, the Super Seven. I have seven. We'll see how many Tucker has. But so so when I did this, I, I now that we have evidence, right? This isn't just projection before the season, which that's what you're doing in the preseason. You're projecting based on roster schedule, our perception, the betting market, win total numbers, all that. Like now we have real evidence of what these teams are through nine or ten games, whatever they've played. And I think seven teams have shown enough evidence that they are Super Bowl worthy, that I will not be surprised at all 
if one of these seven teams, in fact, I'm going to be surprised if one of these seven teams doesn't win the Super Bowl. Like, could someone surprise and make a run that's not in my Super 7? Yeah, I mean, they could, but I think they'll be beat by someone who is in my Super 7 on you know Super Bowl Sunday. So even if someone comes out of nowhere to get there, I, I just think these one of these teams is going to race in Lombardi this year. Let's start off with the Eagles. And the Eagles actually have one of the best – they have the best record, and then they have maybe some of the worst profile in terms of things about them. So as I get into the teams, a couple of things I, I like to look at. Point differential, I think, is a significant factor. And, you know, you could look at some underlying numbers or, or advanced metrics, you know, who's top 10 in this, top 10 in that, yards allowed, points allowed, all those kind of things. Yards per play, I think, is a good number. Uh, DVOA kind of enco- encompasses everything. It's almost like a, a football team thing that would be like war in baseball. It encompasses everything. And these teams are all primarily within the top 10 of, of let's say, point differential and DVOA, and like they're really highly thought of. Um, one other thing, and I'll get to this when I when I knock a couple teams out, and I question a couple teams, and I tell you why I didn't put a couple teams in. If you look at net yards per play, I think it's a really interesting statistic because it, it tells a picture over time of are you dominating, are you squeaking by, uh, should you be better than you are, are you worse than you should be, all those kind of things. You know, teams that dominate week in week out in terms of yardage are usually good i mean there you could have flukiness where you outgain a team by 200 and lose but that's rare and you could have flukiness where you get outgained by 150 and win like it seems like the steelers do like every other week but that's rare so week by week i think that matters and these teams for the most part excel in that so let's go through the seven teams number one and this isn't any particular order, it's just seven teams i think will win one of them will win the super bowl are the philadelphia eagles here's what they have going for them eight wins in the bank they have three at the back end of their schedule that are as big of gimmies as you're going to find in the NFL right now with the Giants, the Cardinals at home, and then the Giants again. I mean, they will win all three of those games. So just write them down. They have 11 wins right now before they play the next five games. Like, just think of it as they have, they're 11 and one. That's the way I look at it with five games to go. Now, will they finish with 14 wins, 15, 16, 13, 11? I, I don't know. I mean, we're going to find out. 12? I mean, the, the, the Eagles have built such a cushion here that they are going to have an enormous chance to do something in January because they're going to be in January. I think there's higher upside to their defense than they've shown so far, but it hasn't been good. And they actually have one of the worst statistical profiles in terms of net yards per play, DVOA. They're closer to 10 to 15 in the league rather than they are number one. Last year, they were uh, they profiled just way better as a Super Bowl contender, but obviously they are one. Tremendous quarterback, pass rush, offensive line. They have the elements that when they get in, if they're healthy in January, they'll be very hard to beat. And here's what we know, unlike some of these teams, they're going to be there and and very likely a high seed. All right, we'll go through kind of the NFC and then we'll get to the AFC, just doing that order. No, I'll go my second one here are the 49ers. I think they have the best knockout punch in the NFL. Like when they're on their A game, their A game is better than anybody's A game. I, I put it a little bit over Dallas because they knocked, they knocked Dallas out. And they also did the Jacksonville. Dallas – seemingly brings their A game more against bad teams. The Niners could bring it against anybody. Now, they have lost three games, which is obviously bad for them as they try to you know get close to a number one seed. But they they will likely win a bunch the rest of the way. I don't fear Seattle as a team that's going to actually take the division from them. They're number three in net yards per play. They're number two in DVOA. Purdy is a good quarterback. As much as people want to 
distract from that. He's good. He executes that offense at a high level. Their coach is really good. Their defensive personnel is really good. The Niners obviously are good enough to win the Super Bowl. Number three, the Dallas Cowboys. They have a knockout punch that is very good. Dak Prescott's playing really high-level football right now. I mean, that's that's the reality of it. And as much as McCarthy gets banged, I mean, he wins a lot of football games. And they'll probably get to 12 wins without much question. They're going to reel off a lot of wins coming up here. Now, with them and the Eagles, the question is going to be the one seed versus the five seed. And that's a big deal. And right now, Dallas is trending more towards a five seed. So the path is harder. But if Dallas finds themselves, like if they could get over the hump, they can obviously win it. It's just a matter of them getting over that hump. Number four, the Detroit Lions. They, they, in almost everything, they are top of the class. They can run the football. They can throw the football. Their defensive underlying numbers are better than you think, especially after watching them against the Chargers last week. You would think, oh, it's a bottom 10 defense. They're ranked as a top 10 defense at DBOA. Net yards per play is good. Like, they're really good. The one thing that they don't have going for them right now is point differential. And I think that's skewed a little bit here by one bad day they had against the Baltimore Ravens. You know, point differential over 17 games, over 16, I think does tell a good picture, you know, paint a good picture. After nine or 10, if you had one bad Sunday, it's going to skew that. So their point differential is like plus 38. If, if we get to the end of the season and their point differential is still trending in this direction, which means they've kind of squeaked by the Packers and the Bears and these teams and the, and the Broncos left on their schedule, I will then say maybe they're not in the class that I think I'm putting them right now. My guess is they're going to blow some of these teams out. And it'll be more like last year's Eagles, who first eight or nine, it was like really good, but who'd they beat? And it's not that impressive. And then they sort of blowing the doors off teams. I think we're going to trend that way with Detroit. They're in. They check a lot of boxes. And in terms of their path, their path is set up for them that they could have home field advantage. Only have to get two home wins against really good opponents, obviously, like in the NFC with the Eagles, Cowboys, and, and Niners. But two home wins could put them in a Super Bowl. The Lions can win this thing. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, my three in the AFC. Kansas City, it is a different Kansas City team. They're not as dynamic as they've been in the past. I, I don't think Mahomes has MVP numbers, but you know, he's the favorite again for the award. Kelsey I feel it's taken a little bit of a step back and you know, maybe he's distracted. Maybe he's just aging. I don't know what it is, but he's, I don't think he's the same player right now. He's been in years past. The receivers are pedestrian. I do like Pacheco, but their defense is what's changed things. I mean, that their defense is really good. You know, McDuffie and Karloftis drafted last year are really good. The kid they signed from the Niners at all those off the field problems. He could play. I mean, he was a problem last year when he played in San Francisco. Uh, obviously, you know, Chris Jones is a difference maker. They have, a really good secondary, you know, they don't need to score 35 to win anymore because of how good their defense is. The Chiefs were gonna, are going to be the number one seed. They're probably going to get to the Super Bowl again. I mean, this is one of the weaker AFCs. I mean, I, I only have two more AFC teams on my list as the Chiefs are the fifth team we're bringing up here. So it just goes through. I don't think there's many great teams in the AFC. And teams that we thought were contenders are falling by the wayside left and right. So the Chiefs almost by default are going to be hosting another AFC title game. My sixth team on my Super Bowl Super 7, 
are the Baltimore Ravens. They've had a really odd season because you, statistically you look at them and they're blowing the doors off of everyone. They are, they have the best profile at anyone DVOA and net yards and points. It's like, wow, they've only trailed this season for a very small amount of time, like total, and yet have three losses on their ledger. It's, you know, the game in Pittsburgh, they blew the Colts game. They blew last week. They blew. And that might be what this team is. I, I don't love Lamar as a closer in the fourth quarter. He's obviously having a good year. I said last week he's probably MVP of the league at that point, and he's a good quarterback. I just there's something about him as a closer in a fourth quarter. I thought last year all year he did it. I mean, I remember games where he'd throw picks in the fourth quarter, fumbling. And it's like, you know, you can't just look at the big picture. What is he doing wrong in those moments? Yet they are really good, and they have a really good coach. They're they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. The Ravens are in, and my last team, and I, this might be an unpopular one. Tucker might disagree on this, but I have the I have the Dolphins in. I'm not done with them as a team that could get better. I think their defense will get better as the year goes on. I actually walked away from their loss to Kansas City impressed. They held Kansas City. I know it's not a classic Kansas City offense. To 14 points. Their defense is improving with Vic Fangio. They got Jalen Ramsey back. Their net yards per play is off the charts. I mean, they are just rolling through teams. And I look at their schedule, and with Buffalo struggling, I think they're going to win their division. They'll get at least one home playoff game, maybe two. We'll see what happens the rest of the season. I put them in. I think they're very dynamic uh, in a lot of ways. They could run it. They could throw it. Their defense is getting better, uh, and their coach is really smart. So I put them in. Quickly, before we get to Tucker, three teams that I'm taking out. I took out just officially this week. Cleveland, see it because of the quarterback situation. Buffalo, dead team walking, even though they have some statistical markers tell you they're going to bounce back. I'm out. And Cincinnati, you know, everyone got excited when they won a few games in a row. They don't look like a Super Bowl team. Their defense has not been as good this year, and their offense is spotty. And Burrow's been back, but he was banged up early. Now he has this weird thing. Maybe a wrist is bothering him. I, I think Cincinnati can miss the playoffs as well. One more to throw in that I thought about. I, I, I didn't put him in. I almost had eight. I didn't put him in. But I think the Texans are more than a cute story. I think they're a good football team. You know, They look like a top – 11, 12, 10 football team in the NFL right now. Maybe it's just too soon with a, a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback, but I wouldn't want to play them if they get in the playoffs. I mean, if they win their division, which I think they're going to now, and whoever the five seed's going to be in the AFC, like, you know, whoever, it's going to be Pittsburgh or maybe Cleveland sneaks in or I don't know, maybe Buffalo sneaks in, whoever it's going to be. I think they could beat any of them and win a, a playoff game there. I, I really like this Houston team probably a year away, but I wouldn't be shocked if they're in the final four in the AFC. Tucker, I have seven teams, I believe, right now can win the Super Bowl. Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Lions, Chiefs, Dolphins, Ravens. The Super Seven, as I call them. Who do you got? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you kept the the Texans on the outside because Super Eight just wouldn't have made sense, right? It would have it felt like a weird brand partnership with the motel. So I'm glad we kept it with Super Seven. That makes sense. And I agree with you. Like, I don't really believe in any of the AFC North teams. Cleveland made a disastrous mistake by going with Dorian Thompson Robinson this week. I'm not sure why you would go with him over PJ Walker, who's four and one, by the way, when he plays uh, for the Cleveland Browns this year. So he's a winner. He's, he wins. he's a winner. I mean, flat out. Never forget. He was undefeated as a professional quarterback for the first like six years of his career. So the the fact that they've decided to go with that just proves they're, they're a losing organization. And in the NFC, I mean, I think there's a real clear line of demarcation between the, the top four teams and everybody else. And I thought coming into the year, you know, a lot of people thought the AFC as a whole is so much stronger. You really just have to look at the quarterbacks, right, to, to kind of think that. And 
I think this point it might be deeper, right? When you have teams like Buffalo, like Cincinnati kind of on the outside of the playoff picture right now, but I look at the top of each conference and the teams had, you know, the top three or four seeds the Cowboys currently, I think are the sixth seed because they're losing out on the tiebreaker to, to Seattle. Who, who's the, the five, five seed in, in the NFC. And it's so much better than the AFC. Like in the AFC, I think the chiefs could win. I know you don't believe in the Bengals. I think they have a shot with Joe Burrow and, you know, they can kind of figure things out. Hopefully T Higgins gets back, although he's not going to play tonight. Um, that can certainly aid their offense a little bit, but like, I don't believe in Baltimore that much. I don't believe in any of the teams in the AFC North. I think, you know, most of the teams outside of Kansas city, the AFC West is an absolute dumpster fire. And even the AFC South, like Jacksonville only has three losses, but we know what we think of their quarterback. And I don't think he's a winner. So I just, I think the NFC is far more intriguing. And right now it's a tougher schedule because if you look at who's going to be playing, you know, divisional weekend, I think there's a chance set up where we have four teams who could win the Super Bowl playing on the NFC side and maybe two on the AFC side. Like everyone who started the season saying and and laughing at the 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 Chiefs were losing to Detroit week one. And, you know, ah, it's finally the end of the Patrick Mahomes era and they're going to take a step backwards. Not happening, unfortunately. Like they're still at the top of the AFC. They're still going to win the division. They're probably going to host all the playoff games again. Patrick Mahomes will go like fifth or sixth straight year without having to play a road playoff game because it's just what they do. But they do. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It is incredible that Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. I don't think that's going to change this year. They have, they clearly have the path to the Super Bowl. They do. And and right now, they have a great they have a great chance to be there again against one of those four teams in the NFC. I have seven teams that can win the Super Bowl. Eagles among them. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. We'll talk tomorrow. A lot of Eagles Chiefs on tap. Coming up next couple days right here in the feed. Thanks so much for listening.